welcome to quarantine question time number seven. Dun, 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 dun. That was a new little jingle. Thanks. I appreciate it. I, I just felt like doing something other than how you do. Oh, nice. Okay. So you, now you've done both. Oh, yeah. So people get the best of both <laughs> yeah, worlds. There you go. Two for one deal. Are you ready for 10 more gorgeous questions? I am. Let's go. Question number one. Do either of you have any ghost stories that you were told by your relatives? And that comes from Cipriana Garule. A great question. Um, but unfortunately... <laughs> well, your dad's one. Yeah, but I wasn't told that until I was an adult. So it's not oh. I, like... I think... I don't know. The question seems to be a bit more focused about ghosts or on ghost stories as a kid, right? That's that's how I interpreted it. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, and I didn't get told any ghost stories because I had too much of a fragile mind. I wouldn't have been able to handle them. You're still not able to handle them. <laughs> no, this is true. Um, so although that is a really good question, um, other than my dad's story about the Ouija board, which is terrifying, um, no. Do you want to? Do you want to tell it in brief? Um, when he was a youngster, he went on a on a camp. I've kind of forgotten the story now. Is that terrifying? <laughs> oh yeah, um, and they some friends of his bought a Ouija board and used the Ouija board in the room. My dad wasn't there when they were using it. Um, but he uh, he said that the temperature, from that point on, the temperature of the room was very different. And then on the way home, they had a very near-miss bus accident. Yes, but that was a very... I can't really remember the story well, properly. The, you put me on the, the spot. Board, <laughs> the Ouija board said that when they played it, there's going to be a bus crash uh, yeah, or it said something it. like bus yeah. crash and the yeah. kids were like ah but when they had the bus crash like in Final Destination style a, a tree a, or like a log came through the window yeah and went down like the middle aisle but yeah. nobody was hurt luckily no. but it really like your dad was so yeah, serious yeah my dad would tell it way better I've just tried yeah. to block it out because I'm maybe we'll get him on to tell it yeah, Steve maybe. if you're listening <laughs> question number two how oh, you didn't answer it. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have any. Oh. Sorry, that's not very... <laughs> there you go. You grew up in it, though. You had all the fairies and stuff. You must have had something told you. Yeah, probably. But I don't remember being told any ghost stories by any no, of my I mean, relatives. You didn't need to, to be fair, though, because your older brothers were letting you watch horror movies when I you know, were like five. Yeah. <laughs> Those bastards. Question two. What is or are your top favourite books from Morgan Bennett? Who's Morgan Bennett? That's who asked the question. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Morgan. <laughs> I thought that was like books written by Morgan Bennett. I was like, I've never read any Morgan Bennett books. But if you've written a book, let well me done. know. I'll, I'll check yeah, it down. We'll and read I'll, it. I'll read it. Um, is this just in general? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's a really good question. Do you I... want me to start so yes. you can have a think about it? <laughs> so I am, it's very, it's very basic and cliche, but I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. I love the Harry Potter books. And I'm actually, I realised the other day because I've I had that real feeling that I needed to read Harry Potter because I find it really comforting even though I've read them a thousand times each and I realized I have one Harry Potter book in this house so I'm going to buy the Harry Potter books and reread them again for the 400th time and if anybody wants to know I am a Hufflepuff so and Dan's a Ravenclaw yes that's so yeah Harry Potter is mine I just I loved them I was the same age as Harry kind of pretty much as the books came out and I Although just Harry is actually my age and um, yeah but I just was obsessed I loved them so much what are yours um so I can't I think my, my all-time favorite is just really sort of um tragically obvious in that I love Jack Kerouac Jack Kerouac and I love On the Road and I must have read that book about five or six times 
and I also really like uh, Catcher in the Rye, which I've read loads of times as well. Um, but I'm going to make some recommendations if that's all right. Yeah, go for it. So I, my current recommendations to people are, um, there's a book called Carter Beats the Devil, um, which I've just bought a copy of to send to someone in Australia as part of this um, Instagram book thing. Oh. Sorry if you're listening, I've ruined the surprise. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a, a great book about a magician and... Um, magic stuff and a mystery that goes with it which i'm not going to go into at all because i don't want any actor accidentally giving you slips but it's a really good read um charles bukowski's post office is a wonderful little book about potentially how i would live my life if i was not married to a wonderful lady um which i fully recommend you reading uh, and then i also like a good kids book and i read a book when i was a kid called um my side of the mountain by Jean craighead george which is readily available in America, but not so available elsewhere, um, which is about this kid that runs away and lives on the mountain and makes stuff out of rabbit skin and stuff like that. And I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it as a kid. That is a very you energy, mm. I have to say. So they're my three current recommendations. But if you ask me this question next week, you probably get three different answers. While we're giving recommendations, can I give some too? Yeah, go for I it. I didn't know that was where this was going to go. <laughs> I've said this before and I will continue to say it. Eleanor Oliphant is absolutely fine is one of the best books I've read in a very long time. And I adored it when I read it. And is the only book in a very long time that's made me actually go, oh my God. I was like audibly gasping when I read it. Uh, I also didn't like Sally Rooney's Normal People. Just need to say that. I need somebody else to agree with me. That's not a recommendation. (laughs) I didn't like it. Um, I... I'm a very big fan of young adult fiction. I don't know why. I just find it very comforting as well. Um, I don't know what else I've read recently. Oh, and the other thing that I wanted to say was that I hate uh, book snobbery. It's like music snobbery, right? Where people yeah. are like, yeah, that's that's so mainstream. You shouldn't listen to that. But I'm a massive fan of Marion Keys, who is an Irish writer who writes... Uh, Chicklet, basically. I don't know what else, how else to describe it, but it's really easy reading. I regularly go back and read her books when I'm when I need to feel like comfortable, and I I love Marion Keys books. I think we need to move beyond snobbery in all forms of entertainment. Yeah. Just like what you like. Yeah, like what you, you like. I can't stand musicals, but Emma likes them, and that's fine. I'm okay with her liking them. I mean, I'm I'm not okay with you not liking them. If you hear any crying in the background, it's because Bim is skulking around. Trying to convince Pretended her that she hasn't eaten, hungry. even though she's eaten twice already today. Yeah, so just... <laughs> Please don't start crying. We are trying to record a podcast. Oh, my word. She's so sad. Question three. Is Black Alice a story just in Derbyshire, or is it more widespread? And that comes from Trish Eaglesham Atkins. It's a Derbyshire story. Yeah, I don't know it. I've never heard it. So I we need to do some looking into I it. I think it's what Rick was talking to me about. Um... If it was Rick, you can just confirm to me. Um, but yeah, I think it's quite local to to that region. Okay, I've never... Well, we need to look into it because I don't know it. It must be I just mean, a regional story. I mean, when lockdown lifts, we're booked on a ghost hunt to go and explore. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Question four. I think that's one. Hang on, I think I've got a visitor. Oh, come on then, baby. Come in. Sorry, brief interlude right, she's because just, she's... just trying to trick me. She just wants to get my attention so she can then cry at me and tell me she needs more food. Carry on, sorry. Question number... Four? Five. Four. Do you think you can get ghosts of live people? 
My sister is convinced that the ghost she saw around the house when we were growing up was actually me. And that's from Fiona Eaglesham. I think that's such an interesting question. (laughs) So if you work on the theory, I guess that if you, you go back and haunt an area that you like, then yes. I don't know how it works exactly, but I, we've we've had a story recently, haven't yeah. we? When we thought that when where the, guy, the guy was like, "Was I the ghost yeah. haunting my house?" Yeah. <sighs> yep. Um, so who knows? Who we don't know everything. I think that's a really cop out answer, but that's what all I'm going to say. We just don't know everything. We don't know how it works. It's a. I think it's a possibility. Why not? I mean, it'd be slightly worrying if the ghost that your sister saw of you was attacking her and yeah, and just being generally nasty. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't be nice. <laughs> Question five. What is there to visit around you? If I came from the USA on vacation, would you guys want me up for a drink? And that comes from Ali Ann Skinner. I'm going to start by saying absolutely, Ali Ann Skinner. We would love to meet up for a drink. We'd love to. But what is there to do around here? There's lots of things to do around here because we live in the Garden of England. Yes, we do. I think we'd go to, well, we wouldn't go. I'd recommend you go to Dover Castle. Uh, I'd recommend you go and see the cathedral. I recommend you look at all the old stuff that we have We've in this area. We've lots of old stuff. Uh, Rochester, go and see the the Bleak House in Broadstairs, which is uh, one of Charles Dickens' houses. Check out the coastline. Don't yeah, like go- Whitstable is, I know like Whitstable is not the only coastline in Kent, but it is beautiful on a sunny day when you go and have some ice cream on the beach, have some yep. drinks. It's great. Yep. Tunbridge Wells, if you want to go a bit, a bit more upmarket. Yes, a bit closer and to around here, like we are very close to London. We're yeah. only four to five minutes on the train away from London, so you can go to London for a day or for a night. Or for... We're planning your holiday for you, babe. I mean, we can. We yeah, just uh, just send us a check, Kent Tourism. We're doing your job. Question number six: If you could have one job in the world, regardless of the pay, what would it be? From Keelan Chambers. That's a great question. There's lots of things I wouldn't mind doing if I could afford to do them. So I actually wouldn't mind. I'd quite like to work in a coffee shop. I've said I say this all the time. Yeah. Um, why would you? Why are you? I know, so... it's, I know it's super like it's super stressful. Like I'm not trying to demean the um, demean the industry at all because I know it's no. It's not anything to do with you saying oh it's an easy no, job. No, no, no. If it's you just, didn't need, I like the um, because we're not. I guess. Sorry, we had to pause briefly because Bim is being a little rat. <laughs> so what you said about a coffee shop why is working in a coffee shop your big thing i really liked working at a pub um it was busy and it was stressful and but i really enjoyed sort of that element of working with people and giving them a drink and having a chat with them and stuff like that um but what i couldn't handle with the pub life was the anti-social hours um in this country our coffee shops don't tend to stay open that late <laughs> Yeah. So you could have that aspect of service and talking to people and serving them drinks and stuff like that without necessarily having to give up your evenings and weekends. So you could do that Monday to Friday, do you know what I mean? And still have a weekend and and it'd just be cool. Um, but I think in an ideal world, I'd, I'd love to be paid to write, even though I don't write at all. I just that would, I mean, that would just be the dream, I think. would just be like to be paid to, maybe to be a football journalist or something like that or a sports journalist. I'd be, I'd be more than happy covering... You know, if it was a job that paid well, I'd be more than happy covering like the um, senior citizens bowling league. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, just do anything just, sports yeah, journalist, anything related. related. Like it doesn't have to be. It really doesn't have to be. It wouldn't have to be top flight football. I'd I'd happily sit stand in a park and watch someone kick a ball around and then write fifty words like 
500 words about it or whatever the limit is but it just doesn't pay very well and there's lots of people trying to do that job as a way of moving up the ladder yeah whereas i'd be quite content working for the malmesbury gazette i don't know if that's a real thing but reporting on that uh mine would be i'd love to be an actor full time but it's an industry that i think i would really struggle with because it's quite cutthroat um and i'm okay with you know being competitive but not to the detriment of like my mental health i'd kind of like to be a full-time podcaster who knew that's a new thing that is new that would be quite amazing um yeah Oh, sorry, we've, we've been joined at the table again by our cat correspondent. <laughs> you Christ, she is a nightmare this episode. <laughs> you couldn't see, obviously, because it's not a video, but that was such a precarious way of getting up on that chair. I wasn't really paying attention to what you were saying, but she's up now, so that's good. Um, question seven. Would you say it's reasonable to believe in, or at least to be open to ghosts, while not believing in the traditional ideas of heaven and hell? And that comes from Alice or oh, Alex Montague. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the things are you like do you guys. I mean, I believe in both. So, but I don't think you have to. No, I, I don't, don't think, think you have, have to. to. I mean, that's only because our ideas about Christianity and heaven and hell is that like has fed into our beliefs about the paranormal, like yeah. demonology in quotation marks and angels and stuff. I mean, you can you can believe whatever you want to believe. They don't have to be. You don't have to say, I believe in ghosts and that means I have to believe in heaven and hell. I don't think it I works like think, that. The thing is, I think you have to, the, the realm that we talk about, there is no proof for anything. But there's also no proof against it either. Yeah, and that's okay. So you believe what you want to believe and um, that's fine. That's absolutely cool with me. Unless you're a flat earther. <laughs> in which case, you can stop listening now. <laughs> Question eight. Any chance of a future or LGS event or social and again that's from Alex Montague absolutely babe I mean is this uh, are we talking digital or are we talking face to face because the face to face one might take a little yeah. while <laughs> but when we do our grand tour of America <laughs> which is just me and Dan going on holidays yeah is what that translates <laughs> as we will let you all know where we're going to yeah. be at every second of the yeah. day Question nine. What kind You're of music- going to be so disappointed when we get to America and we're not mobbed by people, aren't you? If there's not paparazzi at the airport, <laughs> I'm turning around and going home. <laughs> Question nine. What kind of music do you guys like from Ali Mikovich? Great question. You could go first. Oh, I'm see, I'm going to be that real, like, unhelpful answer where I just love so many different types of music. I like, think the best I way love- to answer this is to give examples of things you like. That's I love I'm anything that I can dance to. Or sing along to, into it. Like, I was obsessed with Damien Rice, who was an Irish singer-songwriter when I was a kid, which is very, like, um, slow guitar and, and vocals. That's kind of it. Sometimes a cello. But I also love musicals. Like, give me a musical soundtrack any day, and I'll be going around belting out Les Mis around the house. But I also love rap. Like, I love Childish Gambino. Massively. And I will rap along. I like... Uh, like early 2000s emo music give it to me my chem she loves a bit of my chem I do love my chemical romance I was um, I was really obsessed with the band Corn for many years so eclectic is it's really raining as well this I feel like this recording is doomed uh, yeah I love music 
full stop. Um, depends what mood I'm in. I'm currently just on a real sort of vibe, listening to everything that I used to listen to when I was at uni. So it's sort of pop punk, um, emo, a little bit of hardcore, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I do love everything. I love country music. I love Brad Paisley. I love um, Florida Georgia Line, even though they're just the cheesiest thing ever. Uh, I love Johnny Cash. Um, it's The rain is coming down our chimney. I'm not even joking when I say it's it's hailstones. That's why it's so loud. Uh, so there's massive hailstones and they're also coming down our chimney. So you definitely can hear this. I'm sorry if you can hear that. We are cursed. It'll for probably this be recording. over in about 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, all those kind of things. And I, I've just I've got a real soft spot for Beyonce as well. Um, oh, you do. I love Lemonade. I think it's her best album by a long shot. Um, I, you're you're also one of those people who, which I don't understand, who you sit down and you listen to an album the whole way through. Whereas I'm a, <laughs> I flick through the songs, and if I get bored of a song, I'm like, let's listen to a new one. So I, we, that that's where we struggle, I think, together. It's freaking out. The cat's freaking out about the hail coming down the chimney. It's all happening, Who's and like? this is a very chaotic episode, I must say. <laughs> Question number 10. What are some local legends of your respective hometowns from Talia Spinelli? Uh, so, I don't know. I guess I was born in London, so I can have anything I want, really, can't I? Yeah, you can have Jack the Ripper and yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm going to claim Jack the Ripper as my own. Not, I'm not Jack the Ripper, but I'm going to claim that legend. I mean, not really a legend. Spring Hill it... Jack as well, maybe? Is that London? Spring Hill, Spring Hill is Jack Birmingham? is a better legend. Is that Birmingham, though? No, it was London. Okay. And he moved somewhere else, I think. We did Birmingham. an episode about this, and I don't remember <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm claiming all of those because I, I I don't know any of from Essex from from Romford, which is where I move to later. I don't really know anything about that, really. We had loads of legends and lore about like fairies and banshees and all that kind of stuff. Nothing that I haven't talked about on the podcast before, I think. Um, so our ceiling is apparently about to cave in from the sheer velocity of the hailstones that are falling right now. No, it's just banging. It's not. If you enjoy... <laughs> so I just coughed into the microphone. <laughs> Sorry for the chaos of this episode. It's just been mad. I mean, there's a very strong... Very strong. No, not a very strong. A very strong chance <laughs> that you didn't enjoy this episode because it is so chaotic. Um, but either way, if you did or if you didn't... Brilliant. We're here. We're talking to you. And on that note, we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye.